0: Welcome to the first episode of Maris's Corner, a podcast where we talk about civil rights issues. I'm your host, Maris. Today we are situated in New York City on Tuesday, June first, two thousand and twenty-one. Today's episode will be focused on the mental health movement. So, to start off, what is mental health? According to mentalhealth.gov, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we feel, think, and act. It helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices in our daily lives. So, why does this issue exist? Unfortunately, there's a lot of misunderstanding. Based on my research, organizations focused on mental health share a common goal, to erase the stigma and misunderstandings surrounding the topic of mental health. People with mental disorders experience discrimination in society, including within the healthcare system. The movement aims to close the health treatment gap for people living with mental disorders around the world. This is incredibly important because mental health is vital in every part of our life it's likely that everyone will struggle with their mental health at some point. From childhood to adulthood, we must stay informed to treat people in a way that best fits their needs. Now, on to a bit of the history of the movement. The National Institute of Mental Health, also known as NIMH, was formed in 1946. According to the article, The Forgotten Illnesses, the mental health movements in modern America, the creation of community mental health centers in the 1950s, provided psychiatric assistance, consolation, and prevention. According to their website, NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness, was established in 1996, fueled by the newfound understanding of science and psychiatric medication. Their goal was to treat mental illnesses as the legitimate medical conditions they are. They brought attention to the insensitive and incorrect portrayals of mental illnesses in the media, even if that meant engaging in public battles against companies, entertainment networks, and other entities. They've launched multiple campaigns advocating for awareness. According to the British Journal of Psychiatry, the movement for global mental health launched on October 10, 2008. They wanted to improve services for people with mental disorders. They brought together people with mental disorders and individuals representing human rights organizations and non-government organizations. There have not been any legal ramifications of this movement. The mental health movement is not as popular in comparison to other civil rights movements involving race or gender. Therefore, there is little need to put resources toward tactical innovations when the government is not attempting to quell the movement. So, how does the public feel about the movement? Many have reacted positively and shown their support for what the movement stands for. In fact, some people have even shared their own experiences regarding mental health on social media. On the other hand, there are some who believe that mental health is not a serious issue worthy of respect from the people. The movement argues that this mindset greatly contributes to the shame people with mental illnesses may feel and how this relates to the stigma surrounding them. Sadly, members of this movement tend to be virtually invisible to most of our society. I also interviewed someone for my podcast. Unfortunately, I was experiencing some technical difficulties, so I wasn't able to record that conversation, but this person very kindly typed out the responses, so I will be reading off that. This person also asked to be anonymous, so we can proceed. The first question I asked was, do you know what the mental health movement is? Have you heard of it before? They responded with, I do know what the mental health movement is. In fact, I have heard of it many times before. My second question was, who does this movement help the most? Do you think it's good to have people advocating for this? They responded with, I believe this movement helps people with mental health issues the most. I think it's absolutely amazing and beneficial to support this. I believe that mental health is a very big deal, and to even show the slightest support for the mental health community it's great. My third question was, what are your personal thoughts on the movement? Do you agree or disagree with their views? They said, I definitely agree with the movement. It allows people who aren't totally aware of what mental health is to get an idea and to be able to see it from another person's perspective, show support to those who are struggling with mental health. My fourth question was, how should people show their support? They said, I think people could make posters, posts, anything that could possibly educate the public about the struggles that many people are going through. And my final question was, personally, have you gone through any of these struggles? And they responded with, I've had poor and difficult experiences with mental health. I also know people who have, but I don't think I'm in the position to share that information. I myself have bad anxiety, and I think something that is difficult about it is how to handle it and tell others. I would do things that were harmful to myself, and obviously that had no benefit. It actually made my anxiety worse and became one of my biggest insecurities. I think it's just because I wasn't really aware of what mental health was at the time, and I didn't know how to handle it. Well, that was the interview. Thank you very much, Mysterious Interviewee, for your time. And what about you, the viewer? How do you feel about the mental health movement? Do you agree, or do you disagree with their views? Are you personally struggling with some of these issues, and how do you think people should approach them? I'm curious. Let's talk a bit about the government, shall we? How has the government addressed the issues of this movement? Going back to the article, The Vergane Illnesses, the Mental Health Movement in Modern America, it says President John F. Kennedy's Community Mental Health Act of 1963 supported the comprehensive approach to mental health and provided funding to the programs. Back in 2015, in the United States, President Barack Obama made a similar proclamation, stating that he wished to see the 60 million Americans who suffer from some form of mental illness profit from the benefits and parity protections provided by the Affordable Care Act. However, it is important to note that the movement was created mostly through volunteerism, and collaboration. So how does the movement's civil rights issues connect to the Bill of Rights and American Liberties? As stated in the British Journal of Psychiatry, the movement's goal is to end all discriminatory practices for people with serious mental illnesses in insurance, housing, and employment. Overcoming the social barriers and discrimination is often a far greater challenge than overcoming the illness at a personal level. They want to protect the rights of people with mental disorders what they call one of the most vulnerable and neglected groups in all societies. This connects back to how it's unconstitutional to deny equal protection in the eyes of the law. To summarize, in this podcast we talked about the mental health movement and its history. We talked about what the movement represents and its goal to erase all stigma surrounding mental health issues. We spoke about people's views on the movement and featured part of the public's opinion through an interview who for clarification does not claim to speak for everyone, of course. We also spoke about the government and its migrant contributions and talked about how the movement is tied in with the American liberties. Well, it was a pleasure speaking about this movement. Thank you all for taking your time to join me on the first episode of The Marriage's Corner. I hope you all took away something informational from this. And who knows, perhaps this even inspired you to join the mental health movement yourself. Alas, please stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be discussing voting rights. Goodbye.